There's piss in the beer. That was the rumor flying through American taverns in the late 80s about the light lager often drunk with a lime. In 1925, Grupo Modelo S.A. de Civi was founded in Mexico by Pablo Diaz Fernandez. Its flagship brew, Corona, became a national brand, and the brewery went on to acquire regional beers like Pacifico, Victoria, and Leon. Corona was first exported in the late 1970s, and by 1986, Corona ranked second in the U.S. in imported beers. Heineken led the way. Then came 1987. That year, the company first learned of the urine-in-the-beer slur being attributed to its flagship product when two Nevada grocers pulled the beer from their shelves. According to the rumor, Mexican brewery workers were relieving themselves into the beer destined to be sold in the USA. Sales were dropping precipitously, so the maligned beer set about to find the source of the slander and put an end to the rumor. <laughs> Against the odds, they were successful with the first task. The source of the rumor was traced. A local Heineken distributor, Luce and Sons of Reno, was sued by Corona's U.S. handlers, Barton Beers Limited. The suit was dropped when Luce agreed to say publicly that Corona was not contaminated with piss. The second task, putting the rumor to rest, proved to be more difficult. The slander spread across the nation and Corona bombarded the press with news releases about the hoax, spending $500,000 beaming to the public via satellite TV stations willing to run it. Executives appeared on 20 talk shows in three weeks. Corona has since rebuilt its market share over the years, and in 1999, the U.S. was the best-selling import and the 10th best beer overall. Why the slander worked as well as it did has much to do with the nature of the beer itself, as with xenophobic fears about anything coming in from Mexico. So today in the show, the Colcans boys say, tear down that Mexican wall and have a Corona Extra. Give me some of that piss. Drinking on the show, Corona Extra. Nick, had you heard that rumor before? That there's piss in the beer. That there's piss in the beer. I know. I got beer that tastes like piss. Hey, you said it. That uh, feels like a. We used to say that a lot on the show. Right. Like I remember saying piss a lot. So they would call it Mexican <laughs> piss Cheers. water. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, listeners. What's they would, up? They would Mexican call. They would call Corona Mexican piss water, and this was a rumor spread behind the it. Agua de piss. Yes. Ooh, that's a big wedge. I'm going to pick, a, a, pick wedge. a different wedge. All right, listeners, if you can't tell, uh, we're back in my basement for one more week. Uh, before we get back, <laughs> back in the basement. Before we get back to the studio, we're recording over the portable mic. It's still hot. Refreshing beer on a hot day. Corona Extra, and you bet your bottom dollar that mm. we dipped limes into this thing. I mm. can't get my lime in this bottle. <gasps> ay ay ay. We need video if content. I had a nickel for every time I heard that one. All right, so hold on. We're gonna get we're gonna get a video of this. Nick, how's the first uh, few sips? I like Corona. It's refreshing. It's summertime. We'll try. Or verano, if you will. You had to Google it, didn't you? I did not. Hey, okay, got it. I pulled that. I pulled it hard. Oh, I right know out you of my did. Memory bank. Yeah. Oh. Um, did you know Coronas are not served with limes in Mexico? No, I didn't. Is that an American what? thing? Yeah. Why? I, uh, I need a reason, sir. Hey, ask Wikipedia. It says, um, where were we here? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, I lost We got to get things on straight. After that intro, uh, we, we got things immediately off the rails. I'm trying to get... I think it's because Sorry, this I was more... Off. 
Devin walked in, and also there was more complexity here. With not only did we have to just crack the beer and start drinking mm-hmm. it, but we had to get limes into it. Mm-hmm. Devin yeah, that struggled took us, with it. Uh, it struggled a lot. And Nick is struggling googling translations from Spanish to English. <laughs> so there's a lot going on at the beginning of this episode. You got to say. It's cool. It's fine. Maybe yeah, it's they fine. do serve it with limes. I'm going to take back that fact I had earlier. Should we edit take it out? Take back the fact. That's and this has been our segment, Take Back the Fact. <laughs> uh, hey, some of our cable news networks could take oh, a page from the cold the- cans network. Every network but one, baby. <laughs> um, so I was reading a little bit about the piss rumor. And actually, Corona has a lot of sort of interesting... Uh, facts about it. Did you know, speaking about limes, Corona officially has its own limes. Corona limes were introduced in February 2018 this year. Oh, wow. After Constellation Brands granted EarthSource the right to source and distribute Corona Extra branded limes. Huh. And so, so uh, th- they're starting uh, in Florida, and then they'll be distributed elsewhere. So how are they branding them? Are they're, they putting a little sticker on them? Are they stamping them so their skin has a corona? I don't know how the branding's um, going to be, but how it'll be distributed is the limes will be available in bulk boxes as well as attached to six-packs. Oh, nice. That makes sense. So you can buy a six-pack of limes, or buy a six-pack of Corona, and you have your limes with it. most often in grocery stores, if they had, like, a Corona display, they would also have limes sitting next yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty yes. common to see. Right. Yeah. So now they're taking it into their own hands. That's absolutely right. a lime with it. Cool. Yeah. Did you guys buy this lime next door? Yeah, we bought it from the bodega. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wow. was in their fruit box and or did whatever. You, did you wash rotten. it before I put it? I washed put it. it. Okay, yeah. I was like, I <laughs> before we put it in the, the alcohol would kill. The alcohol would kill it. Speaking of that, some say that the lime is there to disinfect the neck or the mouth of the bottle. Oh, some really? Some say it's there to enhance or mask the beer's flavor. Now, does this get back to the xemophobic roots of like... The xemophobic? Zema. <laughs> hate Zema. <laughs> uh, no, the xenophobic roots of the piss beer rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, does this get back to that? Maybe. Where like the, the, oh, if you're drinking this Mexican beer, the, That's from the neck of the, the bottle. you got to disinfect. Maybe. Exactly. That's fucked up, guys. That's not great. Should we address racism on the show? <laughs> uh, we are all qualified to speak <laughs> on the matter, I think. Uh, no, that's for something for another day. I think a racism talk is not a good one while you're drinking. We talk mm. about a lot of talks are fun to have while you're drinking. Yeah. I'm not sure racism is a topic yeah. that you should No, talk. it's too heavy and it's like the, the roots are too... They're, they're rooted for roots in... So many things that right. shouldn't be dealt into when you're drunk, mm-hmm. I feel Especially like. Especially like, because not... you need to talk about it intelligently. Yeah. With thoughts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not I just... mean, Start... people don't. People yeah. don't talk well, about it intelligently. Unfortunately, it's talked yeah. about a lot when people are drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it also, like, if you're drinking, presumably you're out to have a good time. Uh, and you're it's a, it's a conversation worth having, I'll say. But it's not like you're going to enjoy a conversation about racism. Yeah, Either you all agree and you're all level-headed people that say, you know, like, how do we combat this? It's not particularly... It's not like talking about the, the NFL or talking right. about the fucking whatever or something. Right. Uh, if so it's hard to talk about the NFL without racism. Oh, God, that's true. Tell you yes. what. Yeah, the NFL's <laughs> got as many problems. What's your take on the NFL? Are you going to be out on the NFL this year? Take? I don't know. I'm getting sick of it. Are you? Everything that comes yeah. out... Outside of like watching it on Sundays is just garbage. It is terrible. And the league sucks. Yeah. I mean, I still like watching football, of course. Yeah. I want to see Aaron Rodgers slipping some piss balls around the field. Oh, God. He spins that piss ball, I'll tell you. 
Uh, but yeah, no, it is. It's tough to get behind it as a as a league, like, I as an organization. I agree. I don't like following it mm-hmm. at all outside of the games themselves. I do still like fantasy football a lot. Uh, it's just fun. It's yeah. a fun distraction during like winter months. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Like the trajectory that the NBA is going on versus the trajectory the NFL is going on, it's kind of astounding to see. The NFL had it all. Yeah, and it's just falling. Um, yeah. Whereas the NBA is doing just the opposite. They're inclusive. They're embracing like the social media world. Yeah. What was that now? They want to have it all. Do you remember that? Fantasy no. basketball? Blake Martin's team name, he had Monte Ellis. Ah. And his oh, team boy. name was Mont to have it all. A very deep, shout, very deep guy. Shout out B-Lake. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. NFL sucks. This NFL beer sucks. is okay. I like this beer a lot. It's a perfect summer beer. Yeah. It's like... Uh, I can't imagine drinking it any other way than one of the hottest weeks in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Exactly like, right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's like the quintessential summer beer. It's drinking it on a beach with a lime sticking out yeah. of it is what everybody wants when you're not at a beach. Or I will say it also goes very well when you are going to like a happy hour and you're planning on eating six to seven container what are they baskets of chips. Yeah, complimentary chips and salsa, <laughs> which I feel like in Seattle, like they don't even do complimentary chips and salsa. They're like, oh, no, it's actually, $3. it's yeah, three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And guacamole is 19, right. $19 <laughs> always, for guacamole. Yeah. And you don't get chips with it. It's just a vat of avocado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's too true. Because that Mexican food was always a staple of like cheap, still yeah. delicious food. Yeah. But now, like, any city you go to, it's always, like, it's, yeah, expensive. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like, become some sort of luxury, even though it's the same stuff it always was. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always delicious. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just that. Yeah, you yeah. have to go down to, like, like if you go to L.A., you yeah, get very, like very California. cheap Mexican yeah. food. But up here, yeah, it's a luxury, which it is, right? I mean, there's, we're very far away from Mexico, but I agree that they just try to dress it up when you don't need to. Just, right. Just yeah. go with it. Just I think the last, the last. Chips and queso, man. All day. For free, damn All it. day. Yeah, all no. the quesos. Quesos, you got you got to charge. Speaking Free queso though. Now that oh, that would have my ear bent. I'd be there every day. <laughs> Cheap Mexican though. Taco Bell. Have you guys been to Taco Bell lately? Not lately. Do you like Taco Bell? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Because this, you, I, am, I thought I hated Taco Bell. No, I do like it. I've okay. learned I like it. Okay, now. you learned you like it. Okay. I was on a road trip this past weekend. Not really a road trip, but driving to Oregon. And twice, I think, Eric and I stopped at Taco Bell. They just have a <laughs> because, nice, cheap, simple menu. Yeah. It can be simple. There are some complex things that I stay away from. That are ridiculous, yes. Joe. I'm taking video content. Oh, Joe. Jesus. This is we're Nick like breaking actually, down Taco Bell. Like, we're, we're doing video content We're actually content having now. a conversation. <laughs> I'm like intrigued. Okay, in going. Saying. I am intrigued. Yeah. Okay, so okay. my order is the bean burrito. Yes. Bean burritos are delicious. Three they fried are. beans. And it's a little, th- don't they have a little hot sauce thing on it? Like, is there a little sauce on there? Yeah, you can add sauce. Any sauce you want. Comes with... They do a good job of getting the texture right because they add chopped onions to it, okay. and otherwise, so now otherwise it's mush. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise it's mush, but it's it's a nice mush. <laughs> it's mush. It's mush. <laughs> Steve Mariucci. Uh, I got that, and then they have a special limited edition back by popular demand nacho fries. Have you nacho had those? Fri- no. So they're like no. potato deep fried potato fries. Yes. Coated in like a. Kind of a spicy Mexican seasoning. Okay, yeah. Then you get a side of uh, queso cheese, nacho cheese. Oh, so then you dip. And you dip. You it's dip. like it's the it's ketchup. Like it's, yeah, okay, okay. It was very good. That was my order, and the total was literally 
literally, literally. stole my ability to log speak. Off the video. Here. Uh, it was like two sixty eight. Yeah, I was like, it can't be much. No, it was that's, that's so insanely those, low. Those, those fries. Did you ever go to Taco John's? Are no. they no? You've never been. Oh, you I didn't like Taco Bell. Yeah, so Taco yeah. John's is like the Wisconsin version mm. of Taco Bell. Right. But they have these tater tots. Potato lays is what they're called, and oh. that's what they are. So they're tater tots coated in that. I don't know. Yeah, like seasoning. Some, yeah, yeah like it's basically paprika, taco seasoning. Cumin, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like so they have, but they're cayenne. so they're they're not they're not even tots. They're potato coins. If you know the difference between oh, tots sure. and coins, sure. And then you can get a side of nacho cheese, and that's how you become obese. That's that's, <laughs> that's the rules. Yeah, that sounds good mm-hmm. though. I like mm-hmm. it. I liked that I had a Taco Bell. Yeah. Very solid spot. There's a lot to explore on that menu. Yeah. Like they have some stuff is expensive. I think. Yeah. Which I, I don't touch the stuff. That's kind of new, having some expensive stuff to talk right. about. Yeah. Right. Well, what right. is? I wonder, like steak, steak burritos and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you had steak to anything, yeah. you're going to spend six, seven dollars yeah. rather than like two or mm. two for the beefy. And yeah. one thing they have not figured out is dessert. They still have those weird like cinnamon, cinnamon crunch things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, God. So they used to have the churro things, mini churros, but now they have. Cinnabon, Cinnabon donut pockets. holes, yeah, like, like stuff. But that, they're good. They are good, but it just it just. The cinnamon part, I guess, fits with Mexican stuff, but apart from that, sort of. Not why really. does that? Yeah, yeah. It's just a corporate sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, a lot of corporate sponsorships at Taco Bell. I mean, because they got the Doritos Locos Taco, which yeah, true, yeah, also fantastic. Yeah. That was a game changer. Uh, yeah, it's so good. I think that's what got me to go back to Taco Bell. Yeah, was the, the do you do that what opened do you up do, my heart? What do you do? Do you do the nacho cheese, the fiery, or the the cool ranch? Cool what kind ranch. of a guy are I'm you? A cool ranch guy. Yeah, no, you gotta go fiery. fiery. Fiery man. Uh-huh. Cheesy gordita spice. crunch. <laughs> Cheesy gordita crunch in one fiery Doritos Locos taco. Yeah. Oh. Satiated for a week. Satiated for a week. By the way, we have literally become Doughboys now. Now we're just now taking we're the just Doughboys podcast. <laughs> it's more fun. You it can is. get more out of an entire restaurant menu than we can get out of one beer, one beer. in an episode. Maybe they had a better idea than they we They had did. a much better idea. <laughs> and way before we did. Yeah, and they're better. How, how are your beers tasting? What does it taste like? Mine's really good. I, I wanted to go back to Corona and how it's it falls into this category of beers that over 65 episodes now we've... We've, there's been a few that have fallen into this where, like, kind of my early beer drinking stages, I used to think a certain set of beers was, like, very premium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very, for like, sure. reserved for a special occasion. And now uh-huh. as I've become an adult, it's very much less so. These are yeah. just standard, widely distributed beers it's that can be yeah. drink at any time. Corona falls under that category. It's something I used to think, like, Oh, Corona! Like we're you really fancy. we're doing you it. Yeah. Fancy. Or you're at a beach or something. Like there's yeah. some event for it, and I think that that's absolutely doesn't have to be the case. Amongst the Mexican lagers that we have had, this is my favorite. What are the others that we've had? We have had Tecate, and I feel like we've had Pacifico, one more. Yeah. Was no. it Pacifico or was it Negro uh, oh. Especial? It was. Oh, yeah. or not a uh, Modelo Especial. I mean. Uh, we, I think Modelo. you had, I think you had Modelo. We did for sure. Modelo Especial. Definitely. And Tecate. Modelo Especial is our number 37 beer currently. And Tecate is our number 38. And right you did, you guys Brooks Matic, of course. And we have not done Pacifico okay. yet, but I've looked at it a few times. We, we're going to get to it. So this will be yeah. our third Mexican beer. I think, I don't want to jump right to the rankings, but I think I like it better than both Tecate and Modelo okay. Especial. Okay. I think it's the lime content. It's the fact that like you kind of have to do a lime with this, and it just adds something to it. I, yeah. I like it a lot. Speaking of lime, Joe, that oh, brings oh, us oh. 
to our favorite part of the show. Our Parable or Terrible! Terrible. Devin, have you participated in a Parable or Terrible yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had the nacho cheese with ketchup sauce. Yeah, the lunchable. She was there for the first ever double Parable or Terrible. Triple, actually, because there were also raspberries. Oh, yeah, the raspberries. We were just... That was just a snack. All right, well, let's get a pick of what this is. Okay, so these are Marinella... Principe artificially flavored lime sandwich cookies. Are you guys just taking pictures because I'm sitting here with you? No, yes, we're, we're, we're last episode last week aware we decided we're going to do aspect. more branded content. We did okay. talk about that. Also, we need sorry, to all the Instagram followers. I haven't posted on Instagram in quite some time, wow. and I blame it on these boys because they don't take any pictures. We don't promote. No, we're content. changing that. You should see all the content we have. Oh, man, now. What? care for a lime. Right, so what are these look like? flavored lime cookie? Oh, it's a lime. Cookie. Oh, they're Oreos. They're oh, effectively yeah. Oreos. Oh, no. Yeah, but it looks more like a cracker. I guess it does. It says well, sandwich very limey. cookie. I can smell it. Yeah, it's strong artificial flavor mm-hmm. or smell. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're good. What are they again? What are they called? They're called. Here, I'll take it. Prince Principe. It says uh, Spanish word. Marinella Meaning. Principe. <laughs> Meaning what? Hold on, let no, Nick, I got cut let off. Nick okay. finish it. <laughs> Lime sandwich cookie. Oh. Good. Oh, this parable? is very parable. Parable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no other. There's no other copy. It just says enlarge to show detail. Eight cookies. No. A lot of lime. I'm about to be enlarged to show the detail of how much <laughs> I love this cookie. <laughs> oh man. That is good. I don't mind that at all. Now it is new. New. <laughs> This may be, yeah, new when it was packaged, but remember, this bodega, they may have drug, dragged this I know, thing I out did, of the back. I did a quick, a quick <laughs> yeah, uh, expiration date check, and you we are good. To. Okay, we're safe. Yeah. Distributed by Bimbo Bakeries. That's like the Bimbo bread is like a big oh, thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Prince- I guess imported by them, because it was made in Mexico. Okay. Okay. Serving size, three pieces. Oh, I can have two more. Yeah. Only eight grams of sugar, two grams of protein. Wowza. Not bad at all. A lot of uh, unsaturated fats, which oh. are the good ones, right? Uh, sure. No trans. Sure. All right. So this is a. Right. Yeah, this that's is not a, that. They're good. They're nice. Primarily little. a Spanish, not Mexican, but Spanish mm. treat. Okay. According to my preliminary Google search results. Well, um, they were. They made were made in, in Mexico. Mexico, though. <laughs> I know, but they're it's they're popular in Span in Spain. Okay. But I like they, this. I think they pair very very well mm-hmm. with Corona. The cookie part. Um, goes it, it it melts well when you follow mm-hmm. it up with the Corona, and then of yes. course the lime the lime mm-hmm. works great. This is a very parable. It, this is about parable to get. Parable. Thank you. All right. Um. Mm. <sighs> what else? The name so parable. Speaking of Spain, by the way, okay. apparently there is a winemaker in Spain that owns the name, the trademark for Corona. So oh, okay. they call them uh, Coronitas in Spain. Only other place mm. where they're not called Coronas. Same packaging, same branding, but it just says Coronita. Okay. So the Corona. And that's just for legal reasons. Yep, just for legal reasons. Huh. Similar to, to Coronita, the concept of a Coronarita. Mm. A oh. Coronarita is a beer cocktail that consists of a bottle of Corona upturned to drain into a margarita. Mm-hmm. Mm, si, senor. <laughs> this is a... No, that Corona was my Allen. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Questioning. Questioning. He would not be happy if I would have responded with si, senor. Because um, <laughs> Tim Allen is a <laughs> Come racist, on. racist bigot. <laughs> Fuck Tim Allen. That's Uh-oh. what the Cold Can's official stance is. You're pointing at the, at the microphone. I'm telling the like, listeners, <laughs> fuck yeah, Tim let Allen. Let it be known. He's pointing at the mic. I don't like Tim Allen. Um, 
I also went to Taco Bell's website when you were talking about Taco Bell. Mm. Do they still have the beefy five layer burrito? That was yeah, my go to. They do. Um, but I they, think, you I'm can trying order. to think of the five layers. One, it was like cheese, sour cream, the beefy thing, refried <laughs> beans, and I'm not certain what the other <laughs> the layer would have thing. been. That was my nickname in high school. The beefy thing. <laughs> There's two things that are interesting about Taco Bell's website. Number one, you can order to pick up Taco Bell. How impatient are you that you can't wait for Taco Bell when you're standing there? It takes, what, 45 <laughs> seconds to get your... I don't know. Like I snap feel like sometimes at Taco time. Bell, like, they don't, like, the workers at Taco Bell aren't exactly in a rush. But you, tr- but you trust them to be able to accept the online order and actually make it ahead right. of time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and your logic. And then the other thing I want to say is um, they have this custom, you dream it, we can make it, fan creations. Susie's Crunchwrap... Is a Crunchwrap Supreme with fries added into it, oh the seasoned God. fries. And the next thing no, I looked at, no, she said add chipotle sauce and no sour cream. Please. So no sour cream, I don't added like chipotle, and you don't like sour cream. You in. don't like me. And then the next thing I clicked over on was Keith's cheesy bean and rice burrito. And Keith's bean and rice burrito, he added fries to a burrito. That's the second one. He added jalapenos as well. And then the next one I clicked over on, Hannah's quesadilla, is a cheese quesadilla. You guessed it, folks, with fries added to it. Every single one of these. As you go down the list, Nadia's Steak Soft Taco, Steak Soft Taco, added seasoned fries and ranch. (laughs) Every single recipe is just a recipe of Taco Bell plus seasoned fries stuck into the food item. So do they actually offer these? Yeah, you can order this now. You can order Susie's Crunchwrap. They'll stick seasoned fries in the Crunchwrap. Hold the sour cream, but instead add chipotle sauce are they, to add are more they, calories. Fact, are they still making <laughs> breakfast at Taco Bell? I have so many questions. They are making breakfast, yeah. What's your breakfast go-to at Taco Bell? I think the breakfast quesadilla. It's yeah. Been, it's been quite some time. Um, the breakfast quesadilla is very good. Um, the the ta- breakfast taco doesn't work. It's a, like a scrambled egg folded over or something like that. Yeah, it's not. I don't remember it's what not it was. Good, oh, no, it's a waffle. A waffle folded over a scrambled egg and sausage. Oh. Very bad. Taco Bell's website is ta.co. How that's is Taco that? Bell's website. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. People get so cute with those URLs now ever since whoever opened it up to have more. Right. You could have like dot ninja and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm getting. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting deep into this beer with piss in it uh, rumor. Oh, my God. I Thanks to our friends at Vinepair, who actually records in our studio. Oh, a big shout out to Vinepair. They, uh, they have an article called 12 Things You Should Know About Corona. And one of the 12 is... There is piss in it or no? No. no. So here's what it says. You may have thought that Corona being called, quote, piss, was little more than a bad joke at the brunt of its yellow color and off-funky flavor. But the beer being distributed with actual urine in it was a real rumor that circulated in the 80s thanks to rival beer brand Heineken. That's what I read in the intro. Oh, you this did? This is the exact intro that I did. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> listening at all then. What does Heineken have to do with it? Heineken. So and now when you hear this intro, guess, you're going to be floored. <laughs> I said Corona is the second largest, was the second largest import in America oh, okay. in 1987. Its leader was Heineken. Mm. And then later, masterfully, at the end of the story, I came back and said that they traced the rumor to... It was actually an importer in Nevada that was importing Heineken. They spread the piss beer rumor. And they fed into the xenophobic fears of Mexican... Like, anything Mexican is evil. And uh, hence... 
That's what happened. So listeners, Genius. tweet at them if you knew what the if you listened to the <laughs> intro and you didn't need that recap. Yeah, you win a prize. Tweet maybe. at me. You win a prize. <laughs> yeah. well, no, Devin's giving away prizes that we don't have. But uh, tweet it, and if if you honestly, as Nick was reading it out, if you thought, as if, as Nick was reading on the website, if you thought in your head, well, we know this. I I listened to the intro. Please tweet at me and let me know because uh, I want to know. If this I do apologize. Bad. I wasn't listening. I was like doing. I was trying to do research while you were doing the yeah. intro. No, I, I, I would just you. chuckle I was every time you said I was standing outside the piss. door while you were doing the intro because I'm like, oh, they're only doing the intro. I don't want to mess up. And then I expected to hear the music, and then there was no music. We're so editing the music like, in. And I, fi- I figured, but no, no. I was like, okay. Look, we don't have the studio at hand. We don't have all our tricks, all no. our bells and whistles, no. ladies and, and gentlemen. And but I'm coming back off his game with another like, hot oh tip. Boy. Okay. All right. What is Vine it? Pair. By the way, what I have it? this Vine Pair article open as well, and I didn't put it in my head that Vine Pair records with us. That's very cool. Yeah. Shout out to good people. Go to VinePair.com. Yeah. Right, I think ahead. they're launching their podcast soon. All right. Good. Uh, so one of the things is titled Corona's biggest fan is the Fast and the Furious franchise, for which it is not a sponsor. Uh, it's not a sponsor? So they're not an official sponsor, but according to The Ringer, heard of it, Corona makes several appearances throughout the eight Fast and Furious films simply because it struck the producers as what Vin Diesel's character Dominic Dom Toretto would drink. <laughs> it even has a line in the first film, Dom himself says, you can have any brew you want, as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> And they didn't ask for a sponsorship? I know. Oh, that seems like... Do you think as it became the marketing more, coordinator there? Right, yeah. As those films, I mean... I mean, there's like a hundred so of popular, them. yeah. yeah. Uh, one it's of like going to be Fast 4000 soon enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. With Dwayne the Rock Never Johnson. drink and drive. They should have that turned yeah. to the camera, but mm-hmm. never drink and drive. <laughs> yeah. so staring down the barrel of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... Uh, what's your take on Fast and the Furious? See, we, last week we talked about Mission Impossible. We're both all in on Mission Impossible. I am out on Fast and the Furious. I was going to say, I never really liked them. I've no. tried many, many times, and it just, I can't do it. it. You know who's the biggest fan of the Fast and Furious franchise? Who you might not guess? One, Sue Williams. That is ah, my, my mother. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. See, loves, she got, loves like, it like, see him first, in theaters? like see him in theaters, first, pay the okay. 20 bucks with popcorn yeah. and all, like <laughs> opening weekend, popcorn every and single, corona every and single yeah. one. It's the weirdest thing because my mom is one of like the most soft spoken people on the planet. Right. And, but she loves them. She fucking loves them. It's great. Is she a big Dom head? Like I'm Toretto? not sure. I rock? have literally no idea. I have never asked her, but she tells us every time she's going. Oh, new Fast and Furious movie's coming <laughs> yeah. out. I gotta go see it. I mean, I get I'm the like, appeal. Oh the action is intense and oh, fun. Sure. But I just like the thing that I like about Mission Impossible is that there's some like spy subterfuge going on. You know, mm. like there's there's exploits and Ethan's doing crazy, and there's always the mask. This mask, like a Scooby Doo mask. And Fast and Furious is just action. Like there doesn't seem to be a lot of like. The plot isn't isn't progressing along, so that's why. But I totally get it as a theater experience. Ton of fun. I'm sure. In. Hey, give me that forty X. Speaking of Fast and the Furious, all that Dom Toretto, what he's doing, he's shifting gears in the car. We're gonna oh, shift gears whoa. in the podcast, oh, and we're gonna go Lord. to our second parable oh, or terrible. Goodness. Now what we have here is we have an El Sabroso. Mm. Pork cracklings. Mm-hmm. Somebody get a picture of me here. Pork? Get a picture of me. I don't have. Oh, I, I, do I have got one. my phone. Fried okay. out pork fat with attached skin. <laughs> um, Love to have skin attached. 
There yeah, we go. Smile, there it Joe. is. Smile. So many smiles. There it is. So. Did you get all of this at the Bodega? Yeah, we did. So, Jeez. sorry, listeners. You're going to have to listen to me open this bag here. That's okay. Oh, no. This is an unperforated bag. No. Oh, Joe. No, you can't. There's okay, no perforation just crack there. It open. There's not? There's no perforation oh, there. Oh, God. Wait. Can't afford the perforation. Yeah, those are I opened in like five seconds. I didn't want to make too much noise in front of the mic. <laughs> well, I don't care. All right, let's everybody grab one. Okay. Everybody grab one. I'm going to have to... My I'm beer's have, gone. Yeah, so. mine too. I was like... Well, you're gonna have, you two crack open one. Share share one here. Oh, God. there's Now there's cracklins on the floor, everybody. We're dropping cracklins. Oh, God. Mm. I'm going to take these away from you guys because I can already hear the crunch of munch <laughs> that's going to be happening in the background. Yeah, pick them away. I mean, do you guys want some more, though? Out of my I'm sight. Gonna, uh, no, All right, I'm going to try. No, it was. It's good. I like pork cracklins. Tell I'm a big. Like I'm it. a pork rind fan. Oh, yeah. they're spicy. They're spicy. Are oh, you just spicy? Mine had zero spicy. spice on it. Mine had a little bit of kick on it too. Clearly, uh, some inconsistencies in the dish. Oh man, shake it up a little bit more. It's fine. <laughs> Our uh, my assessment is. Uh, oh okay. Yeah. It was spicy. spicy. Yeah. Swear to God, first one. <laughs> Pork rinds are always like it's a they're kind of a polarizing bar food I feel like but they melt in your mouth they go very well with the beer this is no exception I'm gonna make it very straightforward <laughs> it's very parable I'm num num for me I'm num num what's your guys take I agree I'm not okay what part of the pork am I eating it's just fat mostly yeah skin. yeah it's pork okay, fat skin. I think people skin. used to say pork rinds are are pig balls or whatever I thought they were like pig ears for some it's reason it's not true it's just skin and fat it's just fat. It's pork fat that's like yeah. puffed up and fried. fried out pork fat. It says with yeah. attached oh. skin. Right. It's not healthy, but it, that's why it tastes good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, high in protein, seven grams per serving. No sugar. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, you bet. The macros on that are the macros. Mwah. And your salt content. If you're dehydrated, get some salt back in you. Very bearable. Very bearable. Yes. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Let's move this shit down to uh, <laughs> uh, the mailbag. We got some mailbags this <gasps> week. <gasps> We have a lot of people commenting from last week's episode. Uh, <laughs> there was a picture of Nick sitting out on uh, my deck and uh, our good friend at Stodiac. Uh, Nick has been growing out a beard, listeners should know. I'm getting my road trip beard going, Joe. Oh, boy. Nick's going on a road trip. You want to talk about the road trip or you want to no. zoom past that? All right. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick's going Sorry. on a Fast and the Furious themed road trip uh, coming up. And he's growing out his beard, and uh, as Zodiac responds, is that Nicholas or is that 1980s Waz? With a picture of Waz, Steve Wozniak. Uh, yeah, it's mostly because Nick's beard doesn't quite come in near the earlobes. Yeah. And Waz, it looks like he has some gray, like on his cheeks. Yeah, Waz so, had gray early. So it looks like, it almost looks like there's no hair there, which is what I have going on. Right. Like the cheeks here, just nothing coming in. Yeah, I will say, I mean, I said hello to you today, and I said, what is happening there? <laughs> what is growing on yeah. your face? Well, I just said, that's the longest I've ever seen your beard, ever. And you said, yes, yeah. it's the longest you've ever seen your beard. This is... Yeah? Yeah, this is definitely the longest I've ever grown it out. This is like three weeks in. Yeah. And uh, Have you, like, trimmed it yet? Or is not it... Not really. No? There's okay. like, you get some spiky things on the yeah. side of your mouth, yeah. so I've shave those down. Yeah, but you're um, going for it. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to let it natural. Yeah, that's fine. You know? Yeah. We live in a society where you can't, uh, can do no wrong when it comes to personal appearance. No, As we'll see true. walking I mean, around you, We live in, Seattle. so the society we live in is the Seattle society. I right. You, you're, let's make that very clear. That's a very That's Seattle. true. Maybe it's more, I'll take advantage of it while I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, so so we've settled on Nick's patchy beard is is good or bad? <laughs> I, I have no very terrible. Okay, I am very not terrible. very terrible. 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 Thank you. Terrible. All right, another feedback we got at Dan Shade uh, at Dan Shade. Sorry, Shade. Danch. Uh, was pissed off that we didn't call him and instead called at CPI Ryerson last week uh, and said, you never call me. I drank Bear Lake out of that stuff a couple months ago. So the Bear Lake is a uh, is a bar in our hometown of Manawa, Wisconsin. and That's where the boots were on the ground most often. Boots have been on the ground, and apparently Danch is a big fan of Bud Light Orange. Nice. So we got plus one on Bud Light Orange being refreshing. But then we got a response to that. This is from at Big Santa 52 a picture of Casey after a night out of Bud Light Orange, and uh, it's Casey not in, not in uh, good straits. Uh, Casey, get a hold of yourself, you piece of shit. Nice beard, though, by the way. But nice beard. Yours comes thing. in full. Yeah, uh, very nice, good. Maybe I need to drink more Bud Light Orange. <laughs> yeah. That's the secret. That's the secret to success. Folks, if you want to get asked, find us on uh, Twitter at Cold Cans Podcast, on Snapchat and Instagram at Cold Cans Pod. Let's get to the rankings. So Beer Advocate, this is a shocker. Uh, the score is 2.34 out of 5, or poor. Really? That's lower than last week's Bud Light Orange, if my memory serves. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. A lot of hate, huh? There's a lot of hate there. So, again, this goes back to maybe my own perception of Corona back in the day, was that it was a super premium beer, and it's just not. It's just another mass market beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I think might be the problem, though, is the clear bottles. We've talked hey, about this before. I mean, it, they're not green. How that they're can like, skunk it. But we're anti-green bottles. Yeah, but... But clear is even worse than green. Right. There's no there's no protection. Right. There. Right. Right. Just right. Yes. <laughs> it's just yes. raw I don't, yes. I, sun uh, contact. Yes. Uh, maybe it's the beer itself, but I have found that green bottle beer always tastes worse than clear bottle beer. Clear bottled well, beer makes... I can't do it. I was going to do Fat Bottom Girls with oh, uh, clear bottled beer, but I couldn't What other clear bottled beer is there I don't now? have that range. Like, <laughs> uh, do you guys think What one? else would you got a clear uh, clear bottles? Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Aren't I'm like racking my brain. Right? Isn't that like in a clear bottle? No, it's in a brown bottle. It I is. Think. There's right. not much You're out of right. clear bottle. They had that twisty top thing for a while. I don't know if they still have that. Smirnoff. Oh, right. We a drank Smirnoff, Smirnoff ice yeah. out of a clear bottle. <laughs> yeah, we did. That and I feel like beverage. maybe some ciders are in a clear bottle. Sure. Like, they're not really in bottles, though, huh, hmm. anymore. Yeah, I'm scrolling through the list, and I don't think there's anything else here. In a clear bottle. we have had... That's because I've had a like skunked Corona before, and it's yeah. very bad. It is I bad. It's not refreshing, and yeah. we got lucky here. We right, these are good. So, but you're right. There, there's a propensity to be skunked because of the bottle you're brewing it in. Okay. Well, to me, if it's a mass market beer and it has to be in the deplorables, I'm not saying it does. But if I'm going to take the first stab at this, I would put it ahead of Bud Light Lime, below Iinger Brauweiss. It would be my 43rd best beer uh of all time i think it's right up there that's so that's right on the brink of deplorables or uh, i would it would be my top rated deplorable beer um and i actually uh, no i take back for the first time ever for the first time ever in the history of the rankings i have thrown out a ranking and i take it back flip-flopping joe's at it again i have it much higher much (gasps) higher indeed Oh boy, well, you keep scrolling up, and I do not agree with yeah, where you're scrolling to. Here? Guys, it's mild. It's a mild card. I'm not wild about it. 
But it's my 34th best beer. Mm-hmm. It's my 34th. It's right behind Blatt's. It's my 34th best beer. Mm-hmm. Behind Blatt's, above Sierra Nevada Torpedo uh, Extra IPA, and above Tipsy, Tipsy Toboggan. Toboggan and Grain Belt, yes. I, I like, that Sierra Nevada, I could be talked into being above Corona, but it's right in there. Nick, are you way off? This, no, I'm not too far away, because this is a beer, we haven't drank a beer in a while that we normally would drink. Right. Like, that we have had many times before. Right. And this, like you were saying, it's best enjoyed at a beach, or like outside yeah, on a nice yeah, day. Yeah, for sure. So it has that good connotation with it, that good pat connotation. <laughs> Gold box. Uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, no, I like it. I don't care about uh, where you have it. I like it. Still, oh, okay. still below Blatt's. I don't care. Still below Blatt's, but yeah. at 34, so not I'm fine. down in like the 40. I'm fine. Devin, you have any opinion? You vocally said on the show you don't care about the ranking. Well, I, you told Wait, me I don't have any. I, I don't get yeah. to care about the ranking. So no, you guys go ahead. Finish her off. All right. All right. Well, then it's our number 34 best beer uh, of all time. The history top 100 beers of all time. <laughs> Corona. It's not piss. Very good indeed. <laughs> it's gonna be piss in about a half hour. Yeah, we'll we're piss machines from Corona. And as always, we sign off. Chill, chill. Is that what it looks like?